This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Brandon Nimmo, eight years, 162. Wow. David Robinson, also a year, 10 million. Uh, Gordon, the Mets now have a about three, what did you say, Joe, with the tax? It's 380 million payroll, with the ta- including the tax penalty? It's a lot of money there, Gordon. Fine, when you got it, look at no, it. It's not a question for him. I mean, he's got it. Um, Write it he's off. Spending it, yeah. And they, and, and they much like uh, the Giants, right? When we're talking about, with, they got to keep spending it as well, right? They've That's already right. lost uh, Degrom. They replaced him. They lost yeah. Walker as well. So you know, there's still another spot in, in the rotation that they got to concern themselves with. And and again. That's just get to back to to where they were. You <laughs> want right. to you want to get better. You you're looking still for that big bat, that big stick. Yeah, you need another, need another bat. Josh Bell would have been a good one. That was just oh, a two he year been deal. Perfect. I'm, I'm I don't know why they weren't more in on that. Perfect. I mean, twice he got away from him. Yeah, twice. It's unacceptable. Back to the phones we go. Randy's in Queensbridge. Hey, Randy, you're next on ninety-eight-seven. Randy. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hey, yeah, what you got, Randy? Hey, thank you for taking my call. What you got? Hi, thank you for taking my call. I was just calling for um, I was speaking, y'all speaking about the Jets, and mm-hmm. I was to speak about the coaching of the Jets because a lot of people are talking about it. Mike White or Zach Wilson doesn't matter who it is. If the coaches stay the same, it kind of looks like they they're going to be in the same boat. You have Mike White has started his seventh NFL game, and your game plan was to throw fifty-seven passes, just like the the um your guests you just had on. He said they ran away from the the, um, the run game way too fast, and I kind of agree with that. So it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If the coach stays the same, the Jets are going to be in trouble. Well, it's interesting, mean, Randy. I don't know. I'm sorry, Gordon. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, they had well, – didn't they have didn't they have like 500 yards of offense against the Vikings? Yeah, I mean, they, 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 did. Did, they did move up and down the field. Now, they could not Thanks, cash Randy. in in the red zone, and you'd like to have more balance, especially because that's, you know, the strength of the Jets. But – they also made those same mistakes when they had Joe Flacco in there, right? He was throwing yeah. the ball 50-something times a games as well. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how many more. Th- the only person that will get them away from throwing the ball 50 times a game apparently is Zach Wilson. Yeah. Then, they, then they're really going to run it. <laughs> and they're going <laughs> to run it and they're going to run it. But he won't run it. And, see, that's the thing. And we, Joe and I were talking about this during one of the breaks, Gordon, is you look at the games where he's – I think that Buffalo game the first time, that's when he really kind of ran the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's when you want to see him not running backwards because we kept talking about, it. okay, pull the pull the football down, run, make some make some yardage, make, make your place third, second and third down more manageable than getting into long situations where, you know, you got the pass rush pinning their ears back saying, okay, they got to throw the football. And I think – that is with any quarterback. I don't care who the quarterback is. You want to make your second and third downs more manageable. So I do believe that. And listen, Lafleur has talked about it because it's not the first time it happened. He had the old pro uh, Joe Flacco out there throwing it fifty plus times, and and wondering to the point that you know Peyton Manning was joking about it on Monday Night Football with his Manning cast. So he's got to do a better job of not giving up on the run so much and do different things with the run. So you see him, it's a gradual thing, and and he's got to make some adjustments now that he's got Mike White. I know he's happy that he can, got a guy that he feels he can put the ball in the air, make, make, you know, throws, a little little more experience, a little better completion percentage. But, uh, you know, you still can't give up on the run. Balance is important.
It just is. It, it should, yeah. I mean, you would think if that happened once or twice, and, and the offensive coordinator, uh, I remember after one game, said he physically felt ill. Like he mm-hmm. wanted to throw up when he saw how many times they threw the ball as opposed to running the ball. Yeah. You would figure, okay, that's, that's your, your learning moment, and you're not going to do that anymore. Wrong. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Niles is in Jersey. What's up, Niles? Hey, what's going on? I just want to say Mike Weiss been playing well for us. Um, my Jets should have won the last game. Um, the Barrios drop really killed us. The Mims, he couldn't get his foot in bounds. That play killed us also. Um, I think I've been a Jets fan for a long time, and we've been making a good turn for the better. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> last thing I want to say is we need to give Zach another chance. Uh, he's five and two as a starter, and I feel like this is going back a few, like maybe five to ten seasons ago when Geno Smith broke his jaw, and uh, he was due to have a breakout season that that year. So we gave up on Geno Smith, and he's blossoming right now. So I don't want to give up on Zach. He's a good talent. He kind of looks like Mahomes out there. If we develop him. That's how I feel. All right, Niles. Thanks for the phone call. Okay, Z- Zach help looks me like out. Mahomes out there. Where did uh, from throwing it? Maybe throwing it sidearm. You know, oh, those times when okay. he throws it sidearms. That's right. that's what he meant about that. Uh, I got to say this. I think, to be honest, Gino looked better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, there there were games that Gino, Gino had that were better than Zach Wilson, and look how long it took for Gino to get to this spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was with the Giants. He's been in, he was in Seattle. He for left the a Jets after twenty sixteen. Yeah, so it's taken him six years to get to the spot mm-hmm. now where he. You're going to give Zach Wilson six years? Maybe he, he gets the same agent as Brandon Nimmo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might. But but I just I I just you know I don't. I'm not saying that Zach Wilson doesn't deserve another shot. But he can't, he can't get it this year. You're in the middle no, of, a, of, a, of a playoff run. You're not going to pull him out now. Are these people watching the games? You're not going to pull him now. You can't. Have you, watched, have you sat and watched Zach Wilson play? You and then you the watch Mike room. White play? You can't do it. Yeah. And I get it. Like, you know, I do feel like there's a little bit of um, too much Mike White love for a game that you lost and you could have yes. won. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, come on. It's night and day, guys. It's not even close. Zach Wilson, right now, at this stage, cannot play. He's just not very good. He's missing guys wide open in the flat, and it seems like it's also mental. Like, why? Yeah. You know, the fact that Rich is saying that they have to give Zach, uh, Zach Wilson some me time. He's just yeah. off on his own. So he has, I mean, that, that tells you that he's not built for this right now. Plus, the reports from um, NFL Network and some of the beat writers on the Jets, Samini included, about him having the yips. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's not, t- they've not given up on him. They're just saying he does not give us the best chance to win at the quarterback position right now. And that's their prerogative. And, Gordon, that's their job. And they didn't want to do this. They thought this. No. They kept him out there longer than they should have. Right. (laughs) But they, 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 all they could do, they they did all they could do, and they couldn't stand anymore, right? They stand, well, I stood all I could stand, and I can't stand no more. That's that's the way it was, right? They couldn't put up with them anymore because they have to, they they have decided making the playoffs this year 
is the goal. That's the number one goal, more so than developing the quarterback or making sure that he's comfortable. Um, so I, I don't know what to tell you. And I think that they're right. Uh, how can you explain to all the guys on the team, yeah. hey, you know what? We're gonna, we haven't made the playoffs in forever. Mm-hmm. but we're going to allow that to get away from us so that Zach Wilson maybe somewhere down the road is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. And but he he's not, not shown be. any of that so far. <laughs> and he may not be. Right, and exactly. You just a season out. You just right. a season and, away. And if we're in sports court, right, and you had to, you, you had to decide one way or the other what the preponderance of evidence told you through 20 games, would you, would you say, yeah, it's a definite thing he's going to be a star, or would you say, no, this looks like a bust? Looks like a bust. Yep. It just does right now. And the Jets agree. It does. I mean, the two yards in the second half did it. <laughs> that, that, that did it. That did it. That was the deciding factor. Even his agent couldn't defend him with that one, Gordon. He couldn't. No. He couldn't. 1-800-919-3776. More calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Talk to Richard in Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Hey, Larry. Gordon, before I get to my point, uh, Niles just mentioned the punch that uh, Geno Smith took, you know, in the locker room. That probably is the second most famous non-boxing punch uh, we have in sports. Probably the most famous non-boxing punch in sports occurred 45 years ago today, Larry. You remember that one. Is that Rudy T.? Yeah, Kermit oh, Washington, Rudy, Rudy T, 1977. Wow, 45 wow. years? Wow. That was 1977, That's Larry crazy. Boy. Wow. And that guy was some ball player. He came back, was never the same, obviously. No, but, uh, no, no. Great coach, too, right? Yeah. He's still living, so, uh, isn't he? Isn't yes, he still he is. living? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. 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 Michigan State guy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Larry, Gordon, the Lions are playing the Vikings this weekend. Yep. The Lions mm-hmm. are 5-7. and seven. The Vikings are 10-2. and two. I know the game is in Detroit, but the Lions are two-and-a-half-point favorites. And as far as I know, the Minnesota quarterback is playing. Everybody else is intact. That, that's almost impossible, you know, which begs this question. Mm-hmm. Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record is. Is that correct? Well, he says you, you are what your record says it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe that begs the question, Bill. You have to change it to, you are what your point differential is. <laughs> what do you say, fellas? No, I don't think that. I don't think Bill would want to rewrite on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you explain it, Gordon? Well, people don't believe in the Vikings. I mean, look, it's game. Right, but right? Bill says you are what your record is. What your record says you are. Right. Well, I mean, that's what's going to be determined. I mean, Bill's not worried about you know. Uh, well, if you're a and two like that, he's worried about making the playoffs. So that's what's going to determine. You know, your point differential is not going to determine getting to the playoffs. Your your record is. No, he said you are what your record is. Now, if the Vikings are ten and two, right. they should even though they're not the home team, they should be at least. A one or a two-point favorite against the Lions, not a two-and-a-half-point underdog. No, that the, means bill, he, the bill doesn't work for Vegas. They have their own set. Oh, well, that's a different story. So <laughs> Vegas right. doesn't believe Bill. No, they, 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 they're down with that, the, the, the tuna. You know, they're not, uh, oh, yeah. they're not with Bill Barcells. All they're right, fellas. Okay, I'm just checking in because it, that, it's suspicious to me. And we've gone with that gospel for at least 25 years since he said that. 
So that, that, something's got to be off there with Vegas. Fellas, always a pleasure. Thank you, All guys. right, Richard. Thanks for the phone call. Hey, Buddha in the Bronx. You're next on 98.7. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? We're good, Buddha. What's going on? Ain't nothing. I mean, listen, if Zach Wilson is like Pat Mahomes, you know, I'm like Denzel Washington. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Yeah, but anyway, sure. you know, uh, there's surprise. two things out there. Uh, go ahead. No, go, go. No, I was just saying it caught me by surprise when he said it. He, he kept saying other things, and I was like, what, what, did he say that he was like Patrick Mahomes? Larry had to explain it to me. Listen, Zach Wilson will have a return to the field. It's just going to be for another team. I mean, that's a done deal right there. But, um, you know, Gordon, you were like that the Jets just want um, – Mike White to do like Zach Wilson, it takes me back to that other caller that was complaining about the offensive coordinator, and he's right about that with the running game. See, Zach Wilson was so bereft of being able to, you know, just execute the offense like normally. So when LaFleur has Flacco and now with White, you know, he's going past happy because, you know, he's trying to elevate himself. Uh, They need to tone that down, especially not just in this game, but moving forward, man. But, like, in, in terms of, like, what the Jets need to do at quarterback, I mean, I hope they learn something here. You know, um, I, Mike White, listen, I'm not going to tell you Mike White is great, not like that. I, I know I do the Mikey Wizard, and I mean, I love him. But, you know, it's just it's just to be able to see something competent on the field. I don't know if he's going to really, you know, finish out the year that great or whatever. Let's say he goes on and he wins four out of the next five games. Next year, what you do is, you're not going to have to pay him that much. I heard some media talking about you got to pay him a whole lot. You don't have to pay him that much. You move Zach Wilson somewhere else. You give him like a three-year deal or something, you know, something legitimate. But then you do what you should have done in the first place. You do, when you look at this quarterback draft here coming up this year, everybody was like, this is one of the greatest drafts. Now, all of a sudden, you got a chance to see Stroud, you know, blow up in big games. Uh, love it at 11. She's not that good either. So, you know, there's going to be quarterbacks in the second round, dual threat guys. They're all over college. You get one of those guys, and you let them tutor under Mike White or whoever. I wouldn't even sign Garoppolo to big money now because he gets broken every year. And, and you know, you, you develop a quarterback like the, the way you should, like where the guy actually earns his way on the field. I mean, how many times are you going to repeat the same thing and, and it doesn't work? I, I just don't understand. I hope they learn from that, man. Well, the good thing is, is they won't have a high pick this year, right? So they're not going to be taking a quarterback. I mean, when you're sitting at the second pick in the draft and you need a quarterback, it's kind of hard to pass on a quarterback at that spot. Now, unfortunately, they just picked the wrong quarterback. The mistake was not taking a quarterback at two. The mistake was picking the wrong guy. Taking that quarterback at two. Right, yeah. it's, (laughs) It's not just about the position. It's about getting the right guy at that position. Yeah, absolutely. And they haven't done it. No. Again. No. And and think about all the things they got wrong with Zach Wilson. They let him start right away. They didn't bring a vet in right away. They told you that he made all these leaps and bounds after the first season. He's so much better in the offense. I mean, every step of the way they got it wrong with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's he's a he he, he must be a practice guy, Gordon. He must be a practice guy. And when he gets on the field, he's just not the same guy. He just doesn't read you know, he doesn't read his keys well. He he doesn't see the field well. He you know, he he doesn't have a lot of confidence in his old line. He'd rather run and, and not run forward, but run backwards. There's just a lot of things that are messed up with him. So, listen, uh, 
they, they've got a lot of work to do with him. That's all I got to say. They got a lot of work to do to salvage him, even to move him. What, what, yeah. what, you're talking about trading him, well, trading him look, for what? I, I'm sure that there's some coach someplace. I can who fix is, him. You know, if you can get him for a third-round pick, they would be willing to do that. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, they're, look, if the Jets didn't take him at two, somebody would have taken him pretty quickly after that. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it would have been the Niners at three that would have taken him, right? Yeah. So somebody would have taken him. Um, I would think that some people probably will still think that, um, that they could do something with them. Mm-hmm. So good luck. <laughs> Buyer beware. All Buyer sales beware. are final. That's right. That's right. That's we have sure. a strict no return policy here. Not on, not on quarterbacks. No. Not final on, sale. That's right. You can't try them out and you can't, you can't return them. <laughs> the, you know, the bad thing is there's a lot. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of apparently a lot of quarterbacks in this year's draft, but mm-hmm. there's not going to be enough quarterbacks for all the teams that are going to need quarterbacks. No, that's what sure. so never you're is. Have to find, you know, you'll have to find that organization that's willing to give you something for, for Zach Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. Gordon, did did you see the report <laughs> that uh, Daniel Snyder permitted and participated in the team's longtime toxic work culture? Daniel and- Snyder, get out of town, Larry. And, and obstructed a, a 14-month congressional inquiry by dodging a subpoena, working to dissuade and intimidate witnesses from cooperating. Daniel Snyder, you sure about that? I, I don't. I'm not. It's not the Daniel Snyder I know. I mean, can we? Don't we have enough? Do we need any more stories? I guess we do. We don't need any more <laughs> stories. I I get it. I don't have any. Stop telling me. Tell the powers that be. Go tell the NFL. They know. I know. Everybody knows. They Everybody know. knows. And according to this report, the NFL aided in the cover-up. Right. You know? What a shock. They were, another, <laughs> another surprise. <laughs> you know, the only stick together. Yeah. Unfortunately, they stick together. So Protect uh, the shield. What do you think that right. means? That's it. That's it. So now the question becomes, will, who will buy this team and to, in order to change this? Change and how quickly situation. can Jeff Bezos get it done? Well, Bezos has got his irons in fire. Now he's trying to get the Sunday ticket package. I would I love think that. He, that would be fantastic. Which I think he deserves, considering some of the Thursday night games he's had Oof, to put on his. Those have been <laughs> those have been rough. Speaking of the Thursday night, Raiders up thirteen three over the Rams. Baker Mayfield. I actually got off that game bit. to look at the call screen just because, <laughs> just to see. <laughs> I'm like, ah, you know, I don't think I need to see any more of this game. I think I know which way you this know, way is going here. You know, yeah. Sean McVay wanted to retire after the Super Bowl this season. He's really going to want. Oh my God, he's going to need a sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Donald should probably wish he wasn't back either. <laughs> yeah. Talking, yeah. Should have walked away on top. How about mm-hmm. that? Oh man, that's crazy. When we return. Gordon, I'm going to talk talk about the Knicks. Oh, boy. But I'm only going to talk about the Knicks for a segment. Okay. Because the following segment, at about 945, mm-hmm. would that give us enough time to figure out the top yeah, sure. 10 oh, um, TV theme songs of all yeah, time? I want to yeah. do that, too. All right? And then that'll take us up to Pat O'Keefe. All right? So we'll do that. When we return, we'll talk Knicks. Oh, it's painful. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. Bing bong! This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, here's the situation here, okay? The Knicks are, and I I had the lament of this a couple of of games ago, when I realized that they're really not, the way they're constructed now, they're really not that good of a team. 
okay, that they are probably, even though they're the ninth team right now, they're, they're, they're going to be lucky if they make the play-in tournament. And now I'm looking at this rotation, and I'm totally confused. I mean, they brought back, I thought they brought back Derrick Rose because he was a Thibodeau guy. And so Thibodeau has now gone to a nine-man rotation, which I don't know, is that like another person more than he normally plays? I mean, he doesn't play a lot of people right. anyway. Okay, he's got he's gone small. He does a lot of Grimes. I know he loves, and I respect Grimes. Last night had the great game, hit the jumper. Uh, pretty good defensively, does a nice job, moves his feet. But I just, uh, Toppin got hurt, so he didn't get the prerequisite minutes that he no- we normally play. Guess how many minutes Obi Toppin's going to play? I'm just, I'm, I'm just kind of lost as to where this team is going. Evan Fournier doesn't play. And once again, defensively, I get it, but I just think offensively he could do something for you coming off the bench or just, you know, as the trailer, pushing the basketball. I'm looking at this team, and I just don't know what's happening with them. The, the Cam Reddish now went from starting to out of the rotation, playing. right? And so I'm, and, and I just don't know what's going on with this team. Look at Thibodeau; uh, he looks like he doesn't know what's going on with the team. I know he's still pushing the defense, and yeah, they played defense well the past couple of games. But you look at the look at the talent that's been on the field the past, on the court the past couple of games, and you understand. I mean, Atlanta was missing three starters last night. Mm-hmm. That's why, they, and and the Knicks had a seventeen point lead. It was cut down to two. With missing three starters, including, you know, uh, one who, who they lost, uh, Dewan Murray, who they lost during the game. So, and, and to answer Spike's question earlier, I never want to see Julius Randle push the ball up. I don't want to see him handling the basketball at all. I, that's why I thought you got a point guard. I was hoping he wouldn't have to handle it anymore. So, it's just, it's, I, I'm really frustrated, Gordon. I am. I just am. I, I know they're not good, and and – what we were talking about earlier when we were talking with Buddha, who said last night, and I get what he's saying, scrap it, start from scratch. But I, they've done that, okay? That's when they had wins that, win totals that began with a one and a two. And they still didn't get it right. They still, so they've done just about everything they could. I, I, I don't know what the next step is for them. I'm, I'm really, maybe I'm overreacting to it. But this year, I guess I expected better. This year is is looking similar to last year, Gordon, and it shouldn't be because in theory they have more talent. Yeah, I think they are better than last year, but just by not by a whole lot. Um, I think they'll be closer to the play in when it's all said and done than obviously. I think they were six games out, and it was not. It didn't even feel like it was six. It felt like it was worse than that because they never really had a sniff of the play in down the stretch of last season. So. Uh, it just feels like, you know, they, they'll come up with something, they'll try something for a little while, and it's almost like right now it feels like they're just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just trying new things, and they don't try them for very long, and then something, you know, Cam Reddish is a perfect example. He was in the starting lineup. Next thing you know, he's not playing at all. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it just feels like you're, we're waiting for something. We're waiting for a trade or waiting for a shakeup. We're waiting for the coach to be fired. It just feels like you're waiting for something. It feels like everybody's waiting for something. Yeah. And uh, this is not it right now. But unfortunately, this is, this is the way they drew it up. They drew it yeah. up to be a little bit better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that they didn't pull the trigger on the Mitchell deal certainly looks like a mistake now. Yeah. But um, this is kind of where they are. They, they, they don't want to. This regime does not want to do the full teardown. Right. They don't want to be embarrassing. They don't want to be a punchline. 
They've already they, been that. I know, but they want to be more middle of the road. Yeah. Build something so that they can be appealing to free agents or be appealing so that there's not nothing here, that the cupboard's not bare if somebody becomes available. But in the meantime, they really haven't picked a lane and they really haven't gotten better. No. It's just kind of more of the same. And, and this is year three. I know. I know. By the way, Obi Toppin's supposed to miss two to three weeks. Uh, with his injury, so he'll play slightly less minutes than he was. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, now tomorrow night they are at Charlotte. Okay, mm-hmm. get this, Gordon. At Charlotte, home for Sacramento. At Chicago, Wednesday and Friday, which I don't understand. And at Indiana, home for Golden State, home for Toronto, home for Chicago, and they face Philadelphia on Christmas Day. So that's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. Gordon, I don't see them going four. I they'd be lucky if they go four and five. Charlotte is, is a is a tough team for them. Sacramento is playing better than they've played almost since Chris Webber was there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yep. You know, uh, Chicago. Okay, they may split those. Indiana, I don't see them beating Indiana. I see them beating Indiana. I don't see them beating Golden State. Toronto's tough for them. And they got Chicago again. Hopefully I'll have to see Chicago anymore this year, three times in a week. And then you got Philly, and I don't know who's going to be playing for Philly by the time they play Philly, but that nine-game stretch? I mean, then then afterwards, Gordon, at Dallas, at San Antonio, at Houston, um, home for Phoenix, San Antonio, at Toronto, home for Milwaukee, home for Indiana. I mean, you you get to the first of the year, I – I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this team. I don't know. Well, I will say the first year, it felt like they were every time that they were about to fall off the cliff, they found a way to get some wins. And they yeah. just kind of fluctuated a couple of games over, a couple of games under, and then they hit that hot streak at the end of the season, and they wound up as the four seed. I'm not mm-hmm. expecting that this year, clearly. No. That was a very different year, very different yes. time. Yes. But maybe they're just kind of hoping to, to tread water for a little while, hope that something becomes available that makes sense for them to go trade. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they're they're just kind of playing the waiting game right now. Yeah. And that's yeah. the problem with turning down the Mitchell deal and not paying the price for it is now you got to and, – and you have no idea. It's not like a bus schedule where you know the next one is coming down the road in terms of a mm-hmm. disgruntled superstar. So now you're just kind of waiting and waiting around. And it feels like that – some of the names that were mentioned in the trade talks with Donovan Mitchell, it feels like it's impacted them in some way. I agree. It re- it's, it's totally different. It, it's really a totally different team. Okay, that's enough about the Knicks. Um, going to have to do this. Jacob DeGrom spoke to the media. Oh, yeah. I, would, I was wanting to hear this. Okay, so here's Jacob DeGrom. How tough was it to leave the Mets? That's not an easy decision. And, you know, I spent the first eight-plus years of my career with the New York Mets, and, you know, I, I have to thank them for that. They'll always hold a special place in my heart, my wife's heart, my kids, you know, from ownership to my teammates there. The fans, ultimately, you know, they made me feel welcome there. And, you know, they played a big role in my career. So there will always be a special place in my heart for the New York Mets and their fans. And, you know, it's just, you know, that's the part of the business of baseball is seeing what CY and, like I said, Boach and Ray were building here was something I wanted to be a part of. All right. So why the Rangers? Going through the process, you have you set up meetings with teams, and whenever I found out the the Rangers were one of those teams, I was I was really excited. And then you know, getting on a call with uh, Cy and Boach, you know, hearing the vision of of what the Rangers want to do, and ultimately getting to meet Ray and and the vision here and 
bringing a World Series here. That's the goal, winning a, a World Series. And these guys all had that same vision, and it, it lined up with what what I wanted to do. So they showed a ton of interest right in the start, and the feelings were mutual and just very happy to be here. So you mean to tell me the Mets didn't have a vision to win a World Series? <laughs> so the Rangers have a vision to win a World Series? I mean, let's face it, Gordon. The bottom line is they give me more money. Right. They give me five years. Five no years. Did any? Years. He should just take a, 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 a poll of hands around the room. Did any of you people think I was going to get five years <laughs> when this thing started? I didn't think I was going to get five years when this thing started. I got five fully guaranteed years. I made like 25 starts over the last two seasons. That's why I'm here. Why, why, do we have to, why do we have to lie and make – I mean, it's all this PR nonsense. They, they, we know why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm never going to win a World Series. I, I, I have come to terms with that. But I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid, though. I'll be able to attend World Series with all my money. <laughs> yeah. I could get a private plane and fly to the yeah. World Series. I'm good. Yeah. And good. I'm not invested in that FTX stuff that all the umpires were wearing last year, so I'm good. I'm good. Absolutely. I'm good. You know, that's it. So that's the real reason. I mean, come on. And then uh, Buster only broke it down yesterday with Michael and the guys. When he said very simply, he also went to Atlanta, wouldn't give him more years either. The Mets gave him, offered him three. Atlanta offered him three. And then Texas is like, we'll do five. So <laughs> sold to that man in the corner. So right. That's the bottom. And so Gordon and an option for a sixth. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to lose out. <laughs> and an option for a sixth. Uh, look, but I, I, here here's the deal though. I thought that that deal was ridiculous. I still kind of do. Uh oh. But as the days go along, is it He's any more re- right? <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, it, it, I mean, Xander Bogart's got eleven years. Trey Turner's going to be thirty next year. He got an eleven year deal. It's crazy crazy a lot of but pressure on fa- carlos correa now but to be fair straight turn they did play more than 11 games <laughs> yeah that's true that is true but boy oh boy brandon nimmo got eight year i mean that's come right. on this is crazy eight years baby crazy locking them in hey listen he's gonna be a bargain the way <laughs> the way they're so going in 2030 up. brandon nimmo will still be uh he'll still be a match let me ask you this. Will yes. Bobby Bonilla still be making money from the Mets when Brandon Nimmo's contract runs out? That's yes. a long time. Yes. 25 years, he's probably, he's probably, coming, yeah. to, he's probably coming to the end. Yep. You know. That's a good deal, though. Every, once every That's year, you just deal. go to the mailbox and you just pick up a check for a million dollars. That's nice. There it is. He probably has direct deposit. Oh, there's though. no question. Probably. probably. Just in case. I'm sure, I'm sure Steve Cohen was like, oh, I'm not part of that. You know, <laughs> talk to the Wilpons. Talk, talk to the other folks. I'm not, I'm not going with that deal. I wouldn't even hear that. That's got to go somebody somebody else's account. No, I don't want to be bothered with that. But the, I, one thing though, Gordon, that tax that tax payment. Woo! The Mets. Oh, this guy spends like millions of dollars on stupid statues that look like my, you know, like your kid made it in kindergarten. So like, <laughs> what, what's a you know a going center fielder is uh, it's cheap. Yeah. yeah. I think Nimmo's making more than um, than. Um, um, the, the, the guy, uh, uh, oh, I can't, George, uh, George, uh, uh, George Springer with the, oh, with yeah, the Blue yeah, Jays. Yeah, I think he's yeah. making more than Springer is. Wow. I'd rather have Springer. I'm just saying, yeah, I love Nimmo. The, I'd rather have Springer. Down, yeah. I'd rather have Springer. I would. 
Um, so the Mets made a couple of moves. Once again, that's what Gordon's referring to. Brandon Nimmo back to the Mets, eight years, 162 million. David Robertson, uh, one year, 10 million. And Bobby Bonilla will be paid until 2035, Gordon. All right. So five years extra beyond. Yes. Well, who knows? Maybe Nimmo will get another contract at the end. Yes, absolutely. Never know. When we return, we're going to change all this stuff. Mm. Talk a little theme music. Yes. Courtesy of Rolling Stone. Mm -hmm. That's next on 98.7 ESPN.